Ashley? Yes, Jay. This is Jay Michaels. If I'm on the line, Hi. you're on the air. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Um, I think it's one of those questions, it's a, it's a hard question to answer, because I think a lot of us are just trying to figure out, like, how we're feeling, and every moment it kind of changes. So, in this exact moment, I actually just came, I took a walk, and that was really, really nice. It was nice to just kind of see the outside for a tad bit and get inspired by seeing how people are taking it minute by minute, day by day, which yep. I think is really important. I did that. Uh, I did that yesterday. I'm going to do that after I, I speak to you. Uh, it's it's whenever I've spoken to delivery people or whatever, I make it a point to say to them, "How are you?" Because they've become the frontline yeah. soldiers, delivery people, and grocers, and 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 assistants and nurses, and it's it's it's. I, I feel for them because they they don't have the opportunity to just lock a door. So they don't have the opportunity to lock a door, and also they're probably getting a lot of like New York City is known for its energy. And all the energy is kind of being locked in. And I actually, I had to call Verizon for my business, for my where I work. Mm -hmm. um, and I did. I asked the woman, I was like, how are you doing? Because I have a feeling that, you know, you ask people how they're doing, and normally people don't want to chat. But now we're stuck inside, and they become the bartenders, I think, like the delivery people Completely. and the customer service. So I think that's really smart, just to make sure that we pay attention and ask others how they're doing because I think a lot of us are, are, as soon as someone does ask, we're so hungry to kind of tell them and not aware, myself included, of how much energy is kind of being stuck inside right now. I, I, uh, I had a delivery from a pharmacy the other day and, and the guy showed up and I'm there in my rubber gloves and I'm telling him to leave it down there and he could see a, a can of alcohol in my hand and and, and and he himself was wearing a mask and whatever. When I opened the door, I, I just felt I had to. And I, I said to him, so, so, so how's it going for you? you it, it was like I just gave him an antibiotic. He, like, took a huge breath, and he was like, thanks for asking. You know, this is what's going on, and I'm doing this, but it's okay, and I think I'm fine. It's, like, probably the first time someone even spoke to him today. And and we need, yeah. we need to appreciate all of them. We need to appreciate what they're doing at this moment. Although I will say, and I'm wondering if you feel the same, like, New York, unfortunately, comes... I don't want to say unfortunately, but we come together in whatever way we can during crisis. You know, like I look back at any time there has been any sort of crisis, and those are the times, because, more, you know, I remember, I'm from, I'm from New York, and I'm from Staten Island, which is a suburb, mm -hmm. and I used to come into Manhattan all the time, and the advice my dad gave me was, make sure you look like you're going somewhere. I don't care if you're lost. I don't care if you don't know where you're going. You look straight ahead, and you go in that direction. And then, you know, so then no one bothers you. And that was a lot of, I think, of how people walk in New York because we have somewhere to go. We want to get there in a hurry. And I do notice, like, although when I walk on the street, there's a moment of, like, I wait if there's not enough space for someone exactly. to get there if we're not close to each other. Yes. But we're smart. Like, we have a big moment at least that I feel where it's like, I understand. Like, we're going through this together. And even the way that people are trying to open up things online as much as we can, like, that's the thing that I'm trying to tell myself. Like, the moment that you supposed to, like, ask the guy how he's doing, I do think, like, obviously we're all stuck in our, in our, in our world. Yeah. But I'm, I, I do think that, and again, and I apologize to everyone else, I, I think everyone is doing that everywhere. And I saw that lovely video in Italy where they were all singing outside oh, the windows. I think it's happening everywhere. Amazing. But I will say that 
I can only speak for myself right now in New York. And in New York, when things happen, New Yorkers say, hey, let's help each other. And I, I definitely think that's what's happening. It's just that we've never found there's something, I think, like this. They're not sure how to help each other as much. I am sure you are sufficiently younger than I am. I remember the Nixon administration. I remember assassinations. I remember AIDS, 9-11 I remember Reagan cutting funding to the arts. I remember every recession possible. Uh, no, I, I've seen many times where the artists are affected or one group is affected. The whole world is affected by this. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this in my lifetime. Right. And that's exactly it. This this thing that's happening in the entire world. And because we, the news is, a, is the hard part that I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on is this, and it's, been, it's not just this, it's happened, where you don't want to be ignorant to what's happening, but it's overwhelming, and you don't know, oh, I can just speak to myself, I don't know what is accurate, and we keep getting this, everything changes so quickly, so at one moment, you're, you're like, okay, it's going to be shelter in place, I have to make sure that I have things in my apartment for a while so I can't go out, and then the next minute, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Is it? Oh, wait, this can be for five months till August. So I think one of the things, too, is that we're so connected in social media that sometimes it's good because we can reach out to people, but it's also bad because now this is a time where we're seeing it happen all over. We're seeing how many unfortunate deaths are happening in Italy and all over. We're hearing so, each death toll in, in real time, which is, which, is both, exactly. which is both important because we need to know it, but at the same point, yes, it's... It's it's it, hopefully it makes us all more resilient because it's certainly it's certainly it zapping us. Yeah, it definitely is. And I will say, and I do think that you know, I'm I'm part of two different communities. I'm part of the artist community, and which is you know, but and I'll say martial arts. That's my my day job. I work at a martial arts school. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's it's actually a funny thing because it's a traditional. Japanese old school karate and I started there 10 years ago and when I started there they had just gotten computers. They were old school and someone bought a protein bar and you had to mark it down with a pencil and then at the end when you did you know the batch out you made sure that all those little tallies equaled up to what you needed and we have just started um, Facebook Live for all of our Wow. And it has been a, it's been wonderful. I mean, I'm a little overwhelmed because I'm, I'm trying to understand technology at a quicker pace. But just the community that has happened there, and then the same thing in the artist world, the, the theaters that are putting up, like, broadcasts of shows and all of that. So it, it's just twofold right now with technology because we're able to be there for each other because of it, and at the same token, it's overwhelming and I know that for me I'm trying to figure out that balance between using it for this time that we're going to this long time I think we're going to have that's my big question that's my big question that I've been asking everyone I have seen uh, I have seen situations where theaters become immensely accessible I've seen situations where it's become prohibitive what's going to happen now when the smoke clears as it will Bernie Sanders said you know we will all get past this uh, eventually the disease will end, but my fear comes afterwards, financially and, and everything. What's, what is the, the state of the arts going to look like when, when we can all venture out of our homes again? I mean, I honestly, I think, I don't know, this is just a guess, but I mean, I talk to everyone, things are, things are going to change. Like, I think there's a lot of people who are going, who are hoping that 
okay, you know what, we'll go back in and there'll be money that'll be put back into the arts, there'll be money that'll be put back into small businesses. But there are businesses out there that have supported the arts that are affected by it. Yeah. There are, you know, there are those, I mean, this is one thing, like, Broadway tickets have been uber expensive for a really long time. People can't afford that. So they're going to have to change things. I'm hoping what they don't do, though, is realize that, oh, we can't afford things, and they take away the art. Because if you look at any time period, it is really, the arts usually thrive when things are not going great because people need it. People need a place to go to. Um, and so I... I don't know the answer to it. I there's just a, I think for me there's a lot of questions, but I do know the one thing is not just the arts, but everything I think is going to change. And even right now, technology is that I wonder if that's going to change things moving forward. Are we going to be using once we have the technology set up? Is it going to be more accessible to people, or are they going to go back to putting limits on what people can see via the technology we have? And, Honestly, I don't know the answer to it. Um, I think it's a matter of do we learn from all of this or do we just try to plow ahead? Because there's a lot of mistakes that happen that made things worse. You bring right up now. a really you and bring up a really scary point. Uh, I, I I know it now because I'm essentially uh, I, I work as a professor when I'm not uh, when I'm not talking to a million artists and. Um, Mm-hmm. And I have to teach from home. I have to teach remotely. And systems are breaking down because they've never had the entire campus online at the same time. Uh, and, and my stepson, he's actually he works for Google. And he's trying to make sure there are enough computers for every kid so that they can work uh, online from high schools and whatever else. And I'm wondering, will, we, will it become prohibited? It's very interesting you said that. Will, will technology eventually become, you know, the, you know, a taste for the rich? Will they start prohibiting their uh, use? I think that's very scary. I didn't even think of that. I'm, I'm maybe because I'm of a generation that's that didn't immediately have it. You know, I'm saying, oh, okay, it's here, it's great. But what happens if it suddenly became, you know, limited? That's a really and fascinating also, thing. And also, because so I'm of a generation that didn't have it very much growing up. Like, you know, I had a computer and AOL, and you know, you had to listen to those. It took forever for the dialogue to happen. I remember that well. You know, and the weren't. Yeah, so, but I, I, I went into the world as an adult when it started. Like, Facebook came out when I was in college, when you needed a college ID right. uh, to be able to sign into it. And I had to play a lot of catch-up, I think, as an adult to understand it to the point of, it was, you had to at least know some of it to be able to do a lot of things. And I do think, in general, also, it has affected the arts. People talk about, you know, Instagram and needing to have a very large Instagram account for people to want to hire you or for, you know, you for your theater or to be able to have to reach out to people. Right. Um, and so I also, if this is something that's new, it's a good, it's a good and a bad thing. It's a scary thing the more we bring technology in because then it becomes more people rely on it and they expect people. But not everyone has technology. Not everyone can afford technology. Um, and so, and I'm, I'll tell you, I'm, you know, I, I do, I like film, I love, te- I love film and television and all that. I've been a theater person my entire life. And I could even say that actually before I had a production that I, I shut down, um, but right before we did, we actually had tests for it. And we were sitting in the theater and we were working on lighting cues and there's all these people from all over trying to make it happen and it was wonderful. Yeah. And I think about will something like that be lost the more we bring in technology because that's one of my things I love about theater is 
community. I will say we're using technology to frame community and now, but it doesn't cost anything to bring a bunch of people into a space and try to create something. It costs something to go online and set up something and need a computer to do it. So to go all the way back, a lot of tangents to your original question of what's going to happen afterwards, I have, I, I would love, that's I think the scary thing is we have no idea what's going to come out of this. There will be a lot of changes that do in the theater world and you know, in the artist world and just in the world in general. And I think it's one of those things that you just hope that people, humans remain human and that may realize that we have to help each other like we're helping each other right now afterwards. Exactly. So what are, I'm curious, so your thoughts as well, what other people have said to kind of talk about as well what their thoughts have been about what it'll be after all this. I, I have gathered thoughts of people. Uh, it, it ranges all the way from the pessimistic saying, that's it, theater's going to become, you know, like the opera, like, like, like the most expensive Broadway tickets because that's all that can afford it because so many places will go bankrupt, so many shows will close that they've got to simply make back their money. Uh, to people saying, well, well, that's it. We're going to go back to being visceral. That's it. You, you, if you don't have money, you're going to put on a show in, in, with a 12-seat theater and hope, it, and hope it works. And if you don't make money, who cares, just as long as you're doing it. So, so I've had both ends of it. I've had people talk about how I just spoke to Jan Ewing, and he's starting to review plays online. He's asking for people mm-hmm. to send him videotapes. So we may, we may have these hybrids coming up. Um, I'm, I'm like you right now. I'm, I'm going to, to be the listener. I, I talk a lot, so maybe this is my chance to shut up. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to whatever people say to to see the future. And you brought up something very fascinating. You you we may we may revert back to the live theater because technology just to accommodate what we have now might become prohibitive. So I think I think that's that's fascinating, if not dystopian, but nonetheless fascinating. Uh, a, a fascinating thought. I think it's I think it's really brilliant. I mean, I, I, I will say, though, and maybe I'm trying to be often, I mean, art changes, right? Like, look at it. That's why we have theater history. Of course. Theater history shows us where, where we've been. You know, people used to be that theater could travel from town to town. And, you know, it used to be that, you know, theater, theaters happen in all different spaces. Theater doesn't have to happen in a theater. Um, I think the, the, right now, theater is happening online, you know? And so... I guess my hope is taking away the, like, will it become prohibitive? Because, to be fair, a lot of theater has become prohibitive for a while. Without technology, prices have been very high. There's some great resources out there at PBS and other ways. There has been a lot of theater that has been prohibitive. I think it's something that unfortunately happened. Yep. Um, but if, I look, if you look at history, theater is always there. And, or the arts, sorry. The arts are always there. It's just a matter of perhaps sometimes it's not seen for quite a while. You go through periods where people, you know, I just think it's interesting that when people are going through a really hard time, you know, two things can happen. There could be art that makes people want to not think about what's happening and there could be art that comments on it. And it changes. And each different time period has had a different response to it. And if it is a time where people want to just forget about it, well then that will have to happen. It will, you know, like the needs of what society needs will happen. Um, and so I guess the optimist in me is thinking there's no way that the arts will stop. I think, though, they will be different. And if the theaters need to do things a different way, they will. But it, it's, 
And I say this with love for theaters, and it's so hard to be an arts administrator to get a theater going, to keep it up. It is absolutely ridiculous, and I have such huge respect for all of them that have been able to keep them and help artists, especially, you know, there's a lot of fellowships and all that that have helped the artists be able to continue their careers. Yes. You don't need a theater. And I think that's the thing that people are, are, are hoping they realize when this is all done. Because they've done it online now. They are doing other things. So that is my optimistic view when this is all done, is that people will realize that you're not going to need a theater to do it. And more than anything, because people are going to need the arts when this is all done. Because there's not only just the economical effects of all of this, we're going to be stuck inside for a while. Yeah. And although some great art can happen during that, people are going to be desperate for something, whatever that is, whether, like I said, it's I need to watch something that makes me forget all the things I just went through or the people I had to lay off, which is, you know, going to be on your mind and all mm-hmm. that, or they go, or they go, you know what, we ended up in this situation. I mean, no one can, you know... You can't affect like there was a virus that happened, but there were a lot of things that ha- that could have happened differently before you know it, it became rampant in the United States. And I think there'll be a lot of pieces that hopefully will also want to look at it, and that is a way to comment on it and hopefully move forward. So that's my optimism. So you're saying you're saying optimistically we will evolve, but we'll still be here. Yeah, I think we I think we have to evolve because we're. Everything is going to be different. You cannot just go back to the places. Even if, like, the, the theaters, you know, they, they get money back from it, all of that, you cannot forget what has happened. And the art will reflect what's happening. So if we will change, but you don't need a space to create art. I mean, right now we're doing it, yes, we're doing it through technology. Those who don't have technology, they're in their apartments, I'm hoping right now, or wherever they are, drawing something with whatever they have. So art is happening even if people aren't seeing it, and hopefully later on they will. So we're just in a place right now where it's just different. And so I think that that is a thing for people to remember, and they're like, will the, will the theater scene be different? Yes, because right now the artists who make up the theater scene, the set designers, even the administrative people who are doing things differently, are going to be different when this is all done. But it, it, look at history, it doesn't stop. It just goes in different directions. I am going to take your history uh, and your mm-hmm. optimism with me into the future because I think it's quite Thank heartening. You. Thank you so much. Uh, please keep me posted on everything with your company. Please keep me posted on everything with you. Uh, uh, and 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 let's all keep in touch and ask how we all are. And I will definitely let you know when when this broadcast occurs. That's great. And thank you, Jay, for everything you're doing with getting in touch with artists and getting these work out there. It I think it, it helps a lot. So thank you, and thank you to everyone who is out there creating. And just even if you're not creating, because sometimes you just don't want to, just getting up and getting by. So I hear you. for just every minute of the day. Um, uh, we're all trying our best. Thank you so much. Exactly. You're welcome. Thank you. Take care. Ciao.